That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Where the hell you finna put the Birkin in the, in the goddamn in the Uber? Get your house, then get your car to park at your house. Then get your Birkin. Financial advice from Young yep. Thug. There we have it, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? What's going on? Welcome back to yet another episode of DX Daily, your favorite podcast, the podcast that's brought to you by the good people at Hip Hop DX and the place where we keep you up to date on everything hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, slightly disappointed because I missed all of the festivities this weekend, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host who enjoyed in a lot of activities this weekend, (laughs) A-Dub. It is Monday. It's a brand new week brand new things to get into and if you don't know what we are talking about it is one esteemed podcast host A-Dub's birthday week and all of the festivities kicked off this weekend man how was it it was good I had planned a party for uh yesterday Sunday so I am I'm still beat I'm still recovering because a party planning is some serious business so but it was fun that was a good time man I'm glad you enjoyed it I I the rain prevented me from going to the festivities by the time I was on the way the rain had started and if it was an outside situation so I literally missed the entire thing because um you guys had to kind (laughs) of shut it down early due to the rain so I'm I'm slightly hurt about about that but I feel like you're gonna do more by the time the week is over for sure oh yeah there's still Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday so you know how us Tauruses do we party for weeks <laughs> right the whole month long Taurus season <laughs> so we got more to go on that and we also got more to get into today because Pusha T has earned his first number one album yes he got that number one spot on the Billboard 200 meanwhile Future is projected to get the number one spot for next week's Billboard 200 then 50 Cent has said he's gonna pull his show The Massacre from Stars Network to find a better network so clearly they aren't seeing eye to eye still and then we have some potential words of wisdom from young thug or it could be him potentially you know bullying poor people we'll see what we think once we get to that story but first please make sure you subscribe to the podcast please make sure you follow us on all platforms whichever streaming app you listen to us on subscribe on that app right now thank you now let's go ahead and jump into all of this All right, let's get it started with Pusha T. Big congrats to King Push. He officially has his first number one album with its almost dry first week sales of 55,000 records, and he has solidified the number one spot. All right, I'm going to attempt to make the sound. Yuck, yuck. Was that close? I don't know if that That was was really that close. That was pretty close. That was close. Okay, all right. I don't think I did that all the way justice for you, Pusha T, but we are very proud of you here at DX Daily. I love the fact that in decades into his career, he's able to finally get that number one because the lyricism has been there all of all along. The production has been there all along. The talent, the bars, the, the classic records that we enjoy, like all of that has been there all along. So for Pusha to finally get this number one, it's really a big deal. 
Yeah, definitely a big deal for sure. Um, and he did celebrate the moment. He took to Twitter and said, we all can't be number one at the same time. This week <laughs> is mine. Thank talk you. Talk talk. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. I love that. <laughs> like we said, 55,000 units, which is interesting because Daytona, the last project in 2018, actually sold 77,000 units first week. So it's actually slightly lesser first week than the last project, but being that no one was really selling like that this this past week or they just weren't meeting the mark, <laughs> push a team at that mark. And uh, that's the reason why he was able to get number one with his almost dry still. Right, exactly. I just can't believe this is his first number one compared to like, I mean, Pusha T is a, a staple in right. hip hop. He has so many hits, especially I don't know if the clips maybe got their own number one as a as a uh, as a duo but for Pusha T for this album to be his first number one that's pretty crazy but of course well deserved exactly congrats to Pusha T on that one um you know who's on the album Kanye produced Pharrell produced Kanye feature Jay-Z feature Kid Cudi Lil Uzi Don Tolliver all of that so you know everybody who worked on the project plus of course Pusha well deserved well deserved Mm-hmm. All right, now while we're on the subject of Billboard, let's talk about Future because he's projected to be number one on next week's Billboard Top 200 listings. Um, now, you know, Future just dropped I Never Liked You. That's on Friday. And first of all, Future's album did 60 million streams on the first day that it came out. So that just goes to show how ready people were to receive this album. And mm-hmm. then he's estimated to do about 175,000 to 200,000 total album equivalent units in his first week, which is huge. That's a huge first week if he really does hit that target. Yeah, those are solid numbers. And they said if he does hit that mark, that it would be the biggest first week for Future's career in total. So that would top the 2015's DS2, as well as uh, 2017's Future and Hendrix at double effort. So that's pretty big if he makes it. Yeah, I want him to make it. I want him to make it. Like this this rollout's kind of been a little legendary so far. Shouts mm-hmm. to Elliot Wilson because he, he has a lot to do with why there's so much hype surrounding this album. Of course, Future, we were already going to be anticipating it. So I'm not saying that it wasn't going to be anticipated, but the whole GQ is future the best rapper alive all of the debates surrounding it the photos that have been going viral the memes that have been going viral the videos of future talking about only wanting to have kids with his wife and those kids gonna be more special all of that is playing a factor into why this album has so much hype around it so I think future is gonna hit this target and I do think it may be very well be the biggest release of his career so good things for future man I like it and I, I heard that they're going to um, go with the Tim's and Drake song, uh, the Tim's and Drake feature on the future album, The Wait For You, as the single. So I'm like, okay, y'all are, y'all are doing what's supposed to be done over there. Shout out to Future and his team. Yeah, for sure. Okay, speaking of, you know, teams, I don't know if 50 and his team over at Stars are seeing eye to eye yet because <laughs> 50 is still continuing to go in on them via social media. He even pulled one of his shows that was supposed to be on the network, which is the Massacre series, and he's saying he's going to go find a better network for this show. So things are not looking too hot over at Stars with 50 Cent and all of these shows that he has over there. 
Right. So he took to Instagram to make the announcement and he was like, hey, guys, I decided I don't want to move forward with the massacre in Stars Productions Slate. He says it's a waste of time and money and it doesn't fit the new premium women's mandate over there. It was a companion piece with Snoop's Murder Was the Case. I'll find a new network better fit to tell my story. Lionsgate. Ooh. 50 does not have a problem speaking on when he is not happy at Stars Network. We know this. It's been happening the past couple of weeks. And honestly, this entire situation is really starting to make me think that the 50 Cent and Stars relationship is kind of heading in the direction of becoming irreparable a little bit. Because, I mean, with him being so vocal about this in the beginning, like when, when 50 was doing it here and there, it was like bringing more attention to the shows. It was free promo, basically. Everybody was talking about it. But now it's like it's kind of every week. And I'm just like, I don't know if the network's going to love that. I don't know if the network's going to love you bad-mouthing them. And 50 may have great reason to bad-mouth them. It seems like he does have very valid reasons for bad-mouthing them, especially when he was talking about power and how his shows are going to be off for six months. And we all know we love power coming on back to back. That's a part of what drives people to watch the show and subscribe to stars. So 50 seems like he has valid gripes with the network, but I'm pretty sure they don't like him going online and being like, yeah, stars is doing this and stars is doing that. So that's probably driving a wedge in the relationship. And then once you start pulling shows, that's going to drive the wedge even further and I just, I don't know. Maybe it's, not, maybe it's not the best partnership anymore. Maybe 50 Cent needs to take all of the shows somewhere else. Yes, yeah, something because, yeah, we all thought that it was just maybe like a gimmick or something like that. But I want to know what Stars is doing or not doing that uh, 50 Cent got him feeling this way. 50 Cent says Stars has dropped the ball on production and things like that. So I don't know why they would even do that because like we talked before, 50 Cent and his shows are carrying the Stars network. Mm. So you would think they would act right, but so I don't know what is going on. Yeah, uh, they may just be tired of 50 throwing his weight around, but it's like mm -hmm. the results are there. The delivery is there. So give him what he wants. Like, at the end of the day, it should be about profit and getting people to subscribe to your network and getting people to watch the shows. If that's what he is doing, if that's what he's making happen, let him make it happen and let him do it how he wants to do it. Like, I feel like there's some sort of power struggle going on here. I don't know. Maybe, man, you know, maybe 50 needs to take his talents to HBO. You know, they gave Issa a very, very big bag. HBO, you know, seems to understand premium content very, very well. So, yeah, maybe 50 needs to, to, to move it on over to HBO because don't don't stop the power pipeline from flowing. Whatever happens, keep power, keep the power pipeline on. That's what I got to say to stars. Yeah, hopefully they listen to the podcast and they get the <laughs> message and fix whatever is going on. Right. All right. Lastly, let's talk about Young Thug, because every now and again, we do our motivational words segment up here, you know, our morning motivation segment. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this really qualifies as that, but I kind of took it that way. So Young Thug took to social media recently and he had some ideas about parenting and who should be a parent versus who shouldn't be a parent. And they were pretty controversial, to say the least. God need to set some rules, bro. We need new rules. We need new oath, bro. If you dead broke, if you a broke ass nigga, you should not be able to nut because you bringing poor kids into this world, fuck nigga. You making niggas rob and kill and steal because you running around with no type of career, no nothing, having kids. Now your kids growing up want shit. Your kids growing up looking at thug, 
in his game. Points were made. <laughs> Points were made, if you ask me. But I feel like a lot of people had the reaction of uh, the same thing when Kim Kardashian told everybody, get up and work. <laughs> like, get your up and work. When Kim yeah. said that, a lot of people didn't feel that. A lot of people didn't feel that. Because, you you know, it's it, again, it's like rich people telling people who are not rich what to do. But did he not have a point? Like, I felt like he kind of did. Like, it's hard, man. Why, why, why bring kids into the struggle? Trying to, trying to pull yourself up out of the struggle is very hard. So I kind of, I kind of agreed a little bit with what he was saying there, with the premise of what he was saying there. But I think there should be one caveat. Are you going to step up to the plate or are you not going to step up to the plate? Like, if you're broke and you have a kid by accident, are you going to step up to the plate? And make it so you're not broke anymore and make it so all of these things that Young said in that clip don't happen. If you're going to step up to the plate, you should be able to have kids. If you're not going to step up to the plate, you shouldn't be able to have kids. Like, let's stop. Let's stop raising people into struggle and strife. Like, let's let's not make that so common or so cool anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like the whole he was like saying stop having kids. I feel like a lot of people, they get into the. They do the action to have the kids and then they start getting ready, which I guess is okay, but sometimes they don't get all the way ready. So I feel like definitely have it together where in any moment you'd be like, okay, money is good. I can raise this kid. I have a house, yada, yada. Don't figure it out in the process. I feel like that would help a lot of things <laughs> if you was already ready. Right. And, you know, stuff happens. Things happen every day. So I'm not like, oh, if you have a baby on accident. No, but it's just like, are you going to change the circumstance or are you going to continue to stay in the struggle and then raise the kid into that struggle? And then the kid grows up and wants to rob Doug for his jewelry, because that's what it sounds like Doug was alluding to. But, yeah, a lot, a lot of people were like, like, why are you saying this, dude? You are rich. And I get that. I get like not wanting to hear job talk and money talk and poor talk and all that from rich people. Like, I, I 100% get that. I even got the criticism when Kim K was talking because, like, people are working. She was like, nobody wants to work. Get up and work. Nobody wants to work. And I think that's where she messed up at by saying nobody wants to work because that's just simply not true. There are more hardworking people than there are not hardworking people. So saying nobody wants to work is simply not factual. So I see why Kim Kardashian got flack. But what Thug said right here, I 80% agree with what he what he's talking about right there. But then he took it a little further and, you know, he went on to elaborate in a follow-up video. Man, listen, man, bitch, gotta realize that when you ain't got nothing or worse than nothing, don't have a future, your job don't got nothing to do with what you went to school for, <laughs> to whatever a nigga do for you. You can't want top tier situations and you the bottom of the barrel. Oh, wow. How the fuck you thought that worked? How you think that worked? Bitch, you be dead ass broke, wanna working. Bitch, what the hell you finna put the Birkin in the goddamn in the Uber? Get your house, then get your car to park at your house. Then get your Birkin. <laughs> Financial advice from Young Thug. There we have it, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't, I, while I found that hilarious <laughs> and kind of true, I, I was like, thug, why, now why we had to put the gender on it? Just thug, like we didn't have to, we didn't have to make this male or female. This, this argument should have remained gender neutral. But other than that, I still do agree, actually.
Yeah, I still agree with what he said, too. He really said some facts with that one. So, um, yeah, let us know what you think, though, because I, I, I think a lot of people are kind of split decision on this. Some people are like, you know, basically you're broke shaming right now. You're poor shaming. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like he was trying to, like, tell you the opposite. Honestly, I feel like he was trying to empower. He just did it in a very young thug way. But you let us know what you think, all right? I think that's the note that we are going to end this on today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, whether that's Apple Podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Stitcher, Podbeam, all of those apps you can get podcasts on. Subscribe to us on all of them and rate us. I saw you could rate podcasts on Spotify now. So um, definitely give us those five stars if you're on Spotify. For sure. And also follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is all HipHopDX. Yes, be sure to follow us as well so you can let us know what you think about what Young Thug said. I'm going to post it up on IG story so, you know, you can chime in and, you know, let us know your thoughts. All right. I am at Asia Sky on everything. A-S-H-I-A is Asia and S-K-Y-E is Sky. And I'm at A-Dub on everything. That's A-Y-E-E-E-D-U-B-B. All right. We will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.